This has been an amazing first season for the Keeping My Sanity podcast. Now, although I was a little hesitant at the beginning, I convinced myself that I, I might have something to offer someone. And I quickly discovered how wrong I was. Week to week, I was humbled and honored to talk to some remarkable women of God. And without the podcast, I would probably never have had those conversations. Each episode turned into a learning experience more for myself than for anyone else. I'm Tina. I'm a wife and stay-at-home mom of three boys. Life is full of crazy, and I want to share it with you. I really want to do this podcast, but like you, I don't always have time to sit down and record. So we're going to fold laundry, bake, do all the things together while we talk. I'm glad you're here to walk through life with me. Few people have the opportunity to share something like this with friends. A lot of emotions have filled the last several months, but gratefulness has been the prevailing theme. I want to thank you for taking on this adventure with me. I didn't exactly know what it was going to look like, and sometimes I, I still don't. But that's okay. We'll just, we'll just call it growth. I'm thankful for the growth that I've had through making this podcast. It has been helpful to be able to think through life and express some thoughts and and hear from the experience of others. That's all so valuable and I'm, I'm super thankful for that. I'm thankful for my guests and everything that God has led them through in order to be able to be a blessing in ministry to me and perhaps to you as well. I, I don't always think of the struggles or trials as a way that God is preparing me to bless somebody else. But if you stop and think about it, I, I think that's really cool that my guests on the podcast may not have realized as well that God was going to be able to use them eventually in this way. And I think that's cool how God has it all planned out. And so I'm, I'm thankful for those things that God led my guests through. I'm thankful for those who have reached out to say, hey, me too. I think we all know how helpful it can be to know that there's someone else out there who is struggling like we are. And this builds a community. And I love that. I'm thankful for those who made it possible for you to listen to this podcast right now or that one you listened to last week whoever it is that's making it possible for you to get these moments to listen i'm thankful for them and lastly and probably most important and it's not just because i'm biased i am thankful for my husband he is the reason that you don't hear my boys in the background right now He does all the podcast editing. He takes out my ums and flubs and all those times that I can't think of what the word is because that happens a lot. Trust me. 
He also sometimes helps me edit my thoughts when I start rambling. (laughs) Thank you for that. He's also my encouragement every time that I wonder if it's all worth it. I wonder if, if my thoughts are really helping anyone, if it's going anywhere. He's my encouragement through this, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that he makes me smile, and I'm just thankful for who he is. I thought it would be appropriate to take a look back on some of the wisdom my guests were able to share. I'm so grateful for each of them and the time that they donated to each episode. In episode 8, my sister Ashley walked us through her venture into a home business of tech editing for pattern designs. Along the way, she shared some advice that goes far beyond running a business during nap time. One thing I try to remind myself is I don't want my kids to grow up someday and look back and feel like I was too busy for them. So that's one of the things I keep in my mind. I'm always learning how long different things take because one thing I've had trouble with is underestimating how long something will take and then I end up in a rough place. And I want to be able to better plan out how I'm going to use my time. In episode 11, my dear friend Ginny challenged us to speak well of our husbands and to give our relationship the priority and attention it demands and deserves. It's, it's been good. It's been challenging, though, to say I don't have it all together. I'm not probably ever going to have it all down. But let's grow together and let's learn together and let's change together. God has taught me so much through marriage. It's sanctifying, it's humbling, but I want to then take it and use it and use it for God's glory and, and the fact that it's it's still hard and it still has to be intentional and we still have to choose every day to speak well of each other, to hold hands, to love each other well. Michelle Trebold had no idea what God had in store for her when she agreed to fly to Liberia to help a friend. In episode 15, she highlights the need to be willing to serve, no matter the expectation or destination. There's a lot of life yet to come, a lot of experiences that we're going to have. So when I was in the days of homeschooling for kids, when I felt like that's all I could get done in a day and I couldn't keep up with my house and do a good day of schoolwork at the same time, it was so um, overwhelming some days, but I've since learned that you don't know what the future is going to hold. Where you are right now is no indication of where you will be um, in the future. You don't know what the future holds, and it might be really, really cool. Jess Cummings came on episode 17 to give practical steps toward thriving and living an abundant life through a healthy lifestyle. The Lord wants us to have an abundant life and we should have an abundant life. And there's also personal responsibility in there to take care of ourselves. And I have such a passion for that, like teaching people the the knowledge that I have on how to take care of ourselves. I love having these conversations and talking about that because I feel like women really are not served well in our medical community in a lot of facets. And there's so much that we can do to really empower ourselves and to live our best life. The romantic motherhood picture I painted before kids came crashing down even before our first son was born. In episode 18, Liz Wan, author of The End of Me, 
talked about our insecurities and inadequacies in motherhood and how they're the perfect ingredients to draw near to Christ. Admitting that you're weak and you're never going to make that standard. I mean, it doesn't mean we give up and we just don't try and we become empathetic either. You know, we take it to the Lord and say, you know, forgive me, help me, change me, Holy Spirit. I think for me, it's just more of like, okay, I take it to the Lord, but I also realize, okay, there's another reminder to humble me that I am a sinful human being and that I'm weak. So I think it's just more leaning into it, but not leaning into it in a way that's, you know, giving up. You still fight, but it's also just realizing I don't make the cut. (laughs) And just somehow just realizing it and just, yeah, and just asking for the Lord to help you. It's just, it's a day in and day out thing. Author and speaker Trillia Newbell joined me on episode 21 for a chat about the gospel. It was such an inspiring talk about the awesome creativity of our all-powerful God to use diversity in his plan for salvation. If we're talking about gospel mission, then we're going to be thinking, okay, who knows Jesus and who doesn't? We want all people to know him. And so it transforms, I think, the way that we engage with people when we know that they're made in the image of God, that we all fall short of the glory of God. We all need Jesus. So I think that that is, it just should transform the way we view people. I asked Missy to join me on episode 23 to have a mom chat over virtual coffee. We talked about homeschooling, parenting, marriage, and how our life is a pattern that our children will follow after. So many times, you know, we think of parenting as the correcting aspect of it, you know, the the discipline after the fact. But I wanted to be intentional ahead of time and parent them and train them before things come up. And so they know how to act before we have to get into the, you know, so we don't have to maybe get into the discipline situation because they knew better to begin with. Helen Thorne is the author of the upcoming book, Hope in an Anxious World. Her patience and flexibility was much appreciated when I confused daylight savings and the London time zone conversion. And if I'm being honest, her conversation on episode 26 was more of a counseling session for me on finding hope in anxiety. I am learning that when I am vulnerable and weak and I say help, then people will help me lift my eyes from this small pretend God that I think about to the true awesome God who is really there. And that is when I change. And that is when I persevere. And that is when I have hope. Jennifer Green has a heart to serve and an infectious passion to help others use their gifts for the Lord. Her wisdom in serving God with open hands and an open mind was challenging and encouraging. He brought you up out of the ashes and he dressed you in a robe and he put a crown on your head. And if we're not in a season that we get to experience that where we have all this muck around us and yet I feel comfort and I feel set apart and I feel special in the Lord. Not because everything's going swimmingly, but I think that's how I have felt more secure in my relationship with God and more secure in my faith and my hope um, and my redemption 
um, was just the fact that the first thing I go to is this longing to be with the Lord, praying that he has it and that he's in control. If you've not yet had the chance, I'd encourage you to listen to each of those episodes. If you've heard them already, maybe you could learn something else on your second time through. I will link each of those episodes in the show notes. I don't have time or words to thank each of my guests enough for their time and wisdom that they shared. I said it once before, but it deserves another mention. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Your kind words of encouragement have kept me going when I wasn't sure it was worth it. I tend to get caught up in the busyness of life, then cling to my apparent failures. Maybe you do too. And if that's the case, perhaps you would benefit from some feedback. I have interviewed the children of several of my listeners for today's podcast. Let's see how they think their mom is doing. What is your mom's name? Jess. I'm Mallory. And like her real name? Yeah. What's her real name? Anna. Rebecca. (laughs) Ashley. Can you describe your mom for me? She has dark, darkish hair. And it's short. And she has blue eyes. Well, her skin is really soft because she puts lotion on it a lot of the time. She's 36, and she likes orange. Red hair. Light, light skin. She likes flowers. Mm, She's a really good cook. She loves us. What is she super good at? Running. Changing Kale's diaper. Cooking. She's pretty good at weaving and knitting. That's kind of a hard question to answer because I'm usually doing all her stuff when she's doing things. What does she do that makes you laugh? Tells jokes that make no sense. Tell jokes and tickle me. Uh, tickles me? Um, she tickles me. She tickles me. Tickling us? What is something that she says a lot? She always says goodnight to me. Do your homework. Pull yourself together. Don't fight. Stop. Uh, I love you. What is her favorite food? Uh, she likes pizza, pizza, ice cream, chocolate. I think every food. Mostly like veggies and stuff, probably. We have sheep ham sausage a lot for breakfast. Probably pizza, maybe. There's a lot of stuff that she likes that we don't like. I don't really know. She likes a lot of food. Hot dog with veggies. She doesn't know what a favorite food is. What do you like to do with your mom? Go to zoos. I like to go see movies at theater park with her. Mm, read with her in the evening. Um, walk with her. Play. When I can, I get to go out with her alone. Like when we get to go, when it's like a girl's day when we get to go out. Um, every summer we go to see a princess movie. Um, have a tea parties with her. 
Sometimes we have cookies. What has your mom taught you about Jesus? That he keeps his promises. And that he died on the cross. That we should love him. That he never sins. He was born the first Christmas. To trust in him and obey him. He's good to us and that he's always with us. I'd say you're all doing a pretty good job. Happy Mother's Day! As amazing as this trip has been so far, I'm I'm excited for a break. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the last summer before all my babies go to school. Now, if anyone has tips on how to deal with that, I am all ears. All the episodes I've referenced in today's show will be listed in the show notes, as will some of the incredible resources my guests shared. Totally worth checking out. I'll be back next fall. And I'm already planning some exciting things with some incredible guests for season two. And I mean, season one's barely finished, but oh my goodness, I'm so excited. But until then, keep an eye on my social media and website at keepingmysanity.com for more recipes and posts throughout the break. <laughs>